What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. Today I wanted to talk to you guys about one of the most interesting episodes I had come across um, in watching the Cosmic Disclosure Program on Gaia was Randy Kramer and his discussion about the progenitor races. So what are the progenitor races and what do they do for us? Well, the progenitor races are kind of like the first of their kind, right? Like the very first species to become space-born. The first species to take flight across the stars to another planet in their solar system and then eventually to another solar system and then beyond, right? Maybe they've been able to travel multiple galaxies as well. So, which is, galaxies are huge and the distance between them is quite large, but apparently there are some that can do this. Now, in this episode, Randy Kramer, who is part of the Secret Space Program and now has announced himself as the spokesperson for the Secret Space Program, which is pretty interesting, uh, in, in the marine uh, aspect of the Secret Space Program, and that's what he, he is. Um, and he states he has an active clearance still, which is pretty wild. Um, so like, you know, <laughs> how are they not taking this guy out? I don't know, but, um, it's pretty interesting. So anyway, he talks about the fact that, um, progenitor races are one of our allies. Basically when Emory Smith was interviewing him, he asked him, you know, if we have a violent species or a dominating species that's coming to take over our planet, who would be the first, alien species that we would reach out to for assistance and randy kramer stated that you know basically we can take care of ourselves for the most part we've attained a high enough technology uh understanding tech status to uh, be able to protect ourselves militarily but um if we did need to reach out for additional assistance that we could reach out to some of these progenitor races they are these races that do watch over burgeoning and developing planetoids and uh, solar systems and they don't always make themselves known they don't always make themselves uh, a part of the planet or the engagement of different government organizations but they will give gentle nudges to assist us in uh, development in a certain path 
It'll give a gentle nudge, but it'll be a large enough nudge to push people towards some greater purpose, um, whether it's spiritual development, uh, emotional development, physical development, so on and so forth. They are not the greys. They are not the reptilians. They are not any any species that we're really aware of. He states that the, the military simply calls them the bronze ones simply because of their color, but they don't have a, a specific name. And you ask, well, why don't they have a specific name, right? And that's, that was Emery's question was, why don't they have a specific name? Well, they're so old. These species are millions and millions of years old that they don't, they've evolved past the need for language so they don't give themselves a name they just are they are just a being that is right you know we call ourselves human because we're kind of like third density creatures moving up to fourth density and we're still so focused on the physicality of existence that we don't create you know or we have to we always create names for things i mean think about how, how focused we are on our own you know different quote-unquote races you know i mean imagine if we had other species that we'd have to name and it's just a just be a mess. So um, this species has evolved past that, right? They're past tel telepathy. They're past telekinesis. They're past kind of naming things. They just are. Um, and one of the things I found interesting was he stated that these species, they live for millions and millions of years. Each body that they have lives for millions and millions of years. So their perspective on things is much different than a human that might last 70 years uh, and pass away. You know, our perspective is so so quick, so fast, so short, and we're so busy most of the time just trying to run around and make money that we can't even think about the long-term effects of nearly anything. Um, so in the progenitor races or the bronze ones, they have this long-term vision of how species can evolve and develop and how they can assist where needed. Um, but it made me think about the fact you know, or question whether or not a species could actually live for like millions of years, right? Like, is that possible? You know, like so many species go extinct, um, you know, regardless of their age, uh, they, you know, the age lifespan that they could have, they typically go, people go extinct, you know, uh, <laughs> well, we have 70 years, but I mean, like, the dinosaurs went extinct. The dodo bird went extinct, right? There's so many different species that have gone extinct or are on the brink of extinction. But let's take a look at some species that have been around a long time. I had to do a little bit of research, and obviously we know that the crocodiles, alligators, the, the crocodilians, as uh, the Smithsonian Magazine calls them, have lived and did live with the dinosaurs. They've actually lived for 85 million years. Um... And they lived during the time of the dinosaurs, as the dinosaurs lived 65 million years ago. And they still live today. That's mind-boggling, right? But what is the lifespan of a crocodile, right? Like, cause, I mean, that, that plays a big role. Even though it's lived for uh, millions and millions of years, well, what's its lifespan? Its lifespan is only 50 to 70 years, depending on which crocodile you go with. Um, there's a Nile crocodile, it's 50 to 60 years. There's a saltwater crocodile, it's 70 years. But in generally speaking, it's a, they, they range from anywhere between 25, they say, to 70 years. Generally, they're going to be on the higher end. Um, crocodiles in captivity have lived to 100 years old. But that's like what's mind-boggling. When you look at these freaking crocodiles, they're so freaking terrifying. That's because they are the dinosaurs that are still alive, you know. Um, but these 
that it's a little bit different what we're talking about. We're talking about lifespan versus longevity of a species. And the longevity of the species, crocodiles got it, got it made. You know, they've lived for 85 million years. Well, what other species live? Live a long time? Let's take a peek. We've got uh, colacanths. Those are uh, large fish. They've lived for 360 million years. Um, a sponge and jellyfish. Those have both lived for 760 and 505 million years, respectively. Um, basically, sea life has, has managed to live. Now, you question why. Okay, why is it that these species have managed to live for so long? Well, the answer lies in the fact that they are in the water. Okay, if you're in the water, you can survive longer because you're not dealing with surface-level pollution, surface-level extinction events, such as the quote-unquote supposed war that happened between the Nordics and the reptilians, where the reptilians basically bombed the surface of the planet and killed off their entire uh, experiment of the dinosaurs, right? So the things in the water could survive. Alligators could survive and did survive. <clears throat> the other species that are underwater did survive and have survived for almost a billion years. The sponge has been around for almost a billion years. Jellyfish, half a billion years. It's a long time, guys. Long time. So imagine, let's put ourselves in the the uh, the progenitor race and their mindset for just a moment. Imagine you're a species that is a million that lives to be a million years old. So as we develop, and we can only put it in human terms, right? Let's just put it in terms of 100 years. Over the span of 100 years, humans generally develop from their infancy to needing to be around their mother <clears throat> to developing their own idea of self, their id, and then to develop their idea of what, what's needed to live and needed to survive. And then they develop this like sense of community, generally speaking. Not everyone does this. But generally speaking, as you spiritually evolve, you want to develop into, a, you know, have your community be a better community. You want to give back. And that's what I've, that's what I've personally witnessed. That's what I've, I've read throughout psychology and, and studying psychology. <clears throat> um, and so... That's just within 100 years. And think about as you age and you get older, the things that are important to you are your your family, right? Spending time with your family, maybe trying to give back to the community, maybe leaving your uh, your mark on, on the world, giving back to the community somehow so that you can you can survive almost like eternally, right? You're, 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 you had a purpose. But imagine, you know, if that's the way it is for humans just in the short lifespan here, Imagine extrapolating that to a thousand years, just a thousand, you know, and, and we see this in like movies where individuals are vampires, right? They live for hundreds and hundreds of years. They seem to get bored with life and they're like, well, you know, they're the, the vanity or the, not the other vanity, the uh, <clears throat> novelty of being alive wears off for these vampires. Um, so they're trying to come up with different things that can kind of keep them alive mentally. But think about it in, in terms of like tens of thousands of years, then hundreds of thousands of years, then one million years. I mean, you know, it's just like it, it's beyond comprehension to be alive that long. 
because we wouldn't know what to do with ourselves in this 3D human spiritual existence that we're, we're experiencing currently. We'd have to truly develop our mindset to be a different species to even understand, to, ha to fathom and come up with the, the capability to understand what it would be like to live for that long and to experience culture, society changes, and development changes along that time. We may develop to become an entirely different species out of this flesh and bone to a spiritual existence where we live as light beings and then maybe even higher to a different different level of existence. So today, as you're going about your day, think about how you would live your life mentally, spiritually, physically, if you had to live for a million years. Would you go around developing other civilizations? Would you go around developing your own civilization? Would you try to ascend above, uh, you know, the physical? <laughs> Would you try to find out what life really means? Is there a God or is there a life source? Uh, Randy Kramer even states that they haven't figured out their own history. Even these species that are a million years old don't even know their history back to a billion years ago. They don't have that information. So it's almost like we're all developing a little bit, even the ones who have been around for a million years. So don't be too hard on yourself today. Know that even if you've been around a million years, those guys haven't even got it figured out. So take care of yourselves physically, spiritually, emotionally. Follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, continue to question your verse around you. Take care of your loved ones this holiday season and yourself. Take it easy on yourself. And remember, we're not going to be here for a million years. <laughs> so we're not going to get it all figured out. <laughs> all right, guys. Take care of yourselves. We'll catch back up with you next time. Take care. Lockdown Universe out.